Something is clearly wrong. Time is short to become more self-reliant and secure the future for your family. Act today with My Patriot Supply. They just gave us a very good deal again to help everyone save big. And right now, it's $200 off. My Patriot Supply, the country's largest preparedness company, is more than equipped to stock your shelves. Their best-selling three-month emergency food kit provides delicious breakfast, lunches, dinners that last up to 25 years in storage. Get over 2,000 calories every day. Just add water and heat, then eat. Make sure every member of your family has a three-month food kit from My Patriot Supply. Go now to my special website, preparewiththinkaboutit.com for $200 savings. Be sure to order by 3 p.m. for free day, same day shipping. It's best to have emergency food and not to need it than to need it and not have it. Take $200 off at preparewiththinkaboutit.com. That's preparewiththinkaboutit.com. Hi, Steve here. My heart goes out to any man or woman, boy or girl who is blind. Those who live in a world with nothing but darkness and black every day of their lives. My heart also goes out to those who are unable to hear, living in a silent world every single day, every minute of the day. But then there are other people who have almost 20-20 vision, and there are people who can hear at the drop of a pin in a room. And yet, in many ways, they're just like the people with physical disabilities because they're also disabled. WHO calls on leaders from government and industry to work together to phase out fossil fuels urgently and accelerate the transition to clean energy. Fossil fuels, coal, oil, and gas are by far the largest contributor to global climate change, accounting for over 75% of greenhouse gas emissions. Winning the world of fossil fuels is therefore the only way for countries to meet their commitment to limit global warming to 1.5 degrees Celsius. This is a public health imperative. And they're getting away with doing something now. They're going into agriculture and threatening to cut off the supply of food because food is causing global warming. And Oh, isn't that nice? Only the billionaires will be able to afford to buy food. And all the other people will die and because uh, there's not enough food. That's what we're heading for if we continue to listen to these people. And they are about to perpetrate one of the most evil acts in the history of human civilization, which is to cause poverty and starvation to hundreds of people if they go with this net zero. In order to get net zero, we'd have, first off, we'd have to kill all the animals, including ourselves. I know it's stunning to think about the reality that the very people who claim to be fighting climate change are the same group of people. We're told what to think. We're told who we should be believing. And now... A study by psychologists from the University of Geneva in Switzerland is looking at ways to inoculate the public against what they call climate disinformation. The study, Psychological Inoculation Strategies to Fight Climate Disinformation Across 12 Countries, was published on November 30th in Nature Human Behavior. Jesus spoke to the crowds in parables. A parable is like a simple story with a message in it. 
his disciples came to him and said, why do you keep speaking in parables? And Jesus said, because the secrets of the kingdom of heaven have been given for you to know, but it has not been given to them. For whoever has, more will be given to him, and he will have more than enough. But whoever does not have, even what he has will be taken from him. That is why I speak to them in parables, because looking, they don't see, and hearing, they don't listen or understand. What Isaiah prophesied has become completely true for them. You will listen and listen, but never understand. You will look and look, but never perceive. For this people's heart has grown callous. Their ears are hard of hearing, and they have shut their eyes. Otherwise, they might see with their eyes and hear with their ears and understand with their hearts and turn back, and I would heal them. I realize that Jesus was speaking to the Jews in Israel about returning to God, but I can't help but notice just how incredibly this applies also to people not seeing the reality all around them. The Apostle Paul said, For God's wrath is revealed from heaven against all godlessness and unrighteousness of people who, by their unrighteousness, suppress the truth. Since what is known about God is evident among them because God has shown it to them for his invisible attributes, that is, his eternal power and divine nature have been clearly seen since the creation of the world, being understood through what he has made. As a result, people are without excuse, for though they knew God, they did not glorify him as God or show gratitude. Instead, their thinking became worthless and their senseless hearts were darkened. Claiming to be wise, they became fools. Have you ever wondered about the shape of our earth? Is it really round as science claims? Well, what if I told you there's a different perspective to consider? A perspective that challenges everything we've been taught. Science tells us that the Earth is an oblate spheroid. But who decided that? Who proclaimed this as absolute truth? Is it possible that we've overlooked an important voice in this debate? According to ancient texts, cultures across the world believed in a And what's fascinating is that even our religious teachings, like the Bible, point towards a God, the creator of all things. Could he be the silent participant in this ongoing dispute? Imagine for a moment that there's more to this controversy, that God, the divine creator, is challenging the science that dismisses the idea of a What if there are deeper meanings and spiritual insights hidden within this debate? We must consider the possibility that science is not infallible, that it can be questioned, just like any human endeavor. Perhaps the earth being flat is not a fact, but a symbol of God's design and purpose for us. Our understanding of the world has always been shaped by different perspectives, and it's crucial that we embrace diverse viewpoints. Exploring God's perspective on a earth not only challenges mainstream science, but also encourages us to see beyond the physical realm. So the next time you hear about the earth being around, remember that there's a different side to the story, a perspective from the divine asking us to question, seek, and discover the profound mysteries of creation. Maybe those who suppress the truth believe that God Almighty is archaic and an outright denier of what they teach about this world. God says 
The earth and everything in it, the world and its inhabitants, belong to the Lord, for he laid its foundation on the seas and established it on the rivers. Say among the nations, the Lord reigns. The world is firmly established. It cannot be shaken. He judges the peoples fairly. The Lord reigns. He is robed in majesty. The Lord is robed, enveloped in strength. The world is firmly established. It cannot be shaken. He established the earth on its foundations. It will never be shaken. You covered it with the deep as if it were a garment. The water stood above the mountains. At your rebuke, the water fled. At the sound of your thunder, they hurried away. Mountains rose and valleys sank to the place you established for them. You set a boundary they cannot cross. They will never cover the earth again. And what about what God said to Job? Were you there when I established the earth? Tell me, if you have understanding. Who fixed its dimensions? Certainly you know. Who stretched a measuring line across it? What supports its foundations, or who laid its cornerstone? While the morning stars sang together, and all the sons of God shouted for joy. Who enclosed the sea behind doors when it burst from the womb? When I made the clouds its garment, and total darkness its blanket. When I determined its boundaries, and put its bars and doors in place. When I declared, you may come this far, but no farther. Your proud waves stop here. Do you think that maybe the creator may be wrong about his creation? Could it be? Because I found this article in Popular Science, and it says to test the thoroughly debunked argument for yourself. And here's their checklist. Number one, check the shadows on the moon. Number two, follow ships on the horizon. Number three, look up at the stars. Number four, conduct a stick test. Number five, climb a hill or mountain. Number six, ride a plane. Number seven, scope out other planets. Number eight, consider the existence of time zones. Number nine, feel the pull of gravity. Number 10, browse images from space. Hmm. The Apostle Paul said, for the wisdom of this world is foolishness, absurdity, stupidity before God. For it is written in Scripture, He is the one who catches the wise and clever in their own craftiness. The Apostle Paul told the Corinthian believers, If there's anything hidden about our message, it is hidden only to someone who is lost. The God who rules this world has blinded the minds of unbelievers. What's coming right before the very end is capped off by this verse in Matthew chapter 24. For false messiahs and false prophets will arise and perform great signs and wonders to lead astray, if possible, even the elect or the saints. Why would there even be a question of God's elect being deceived by these false messiahs and false prophets? Could it be because they can't disassociate the great signs and wonders they see being performed by these false messiahs and prophets with what God's Word says? Think about it. 